Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There, I took a sip of beer. That made it all better. Before we begin, it's that time. That's right. It is that time. Sponsor mentions uh, doer activewear, people. I can say it because we're all doer activewear people mm-hmm. in this room. Yep. Jackson's. Yours are black. Well, I've I, got a black pair. Too. It's the second pair of blacks. Uh-huh. Oh, second, really? Okay, second pair of black pants. Excuse me. Um, and they are, uh, yeah, they're great. They're not denim-y. Yeah. They yeah. feel much more like kind of like a khaki, but they have the... The back elastic. pockets on mm-hmm. there. So. Second pair of black pants. So you have shorts? No. Like no, that. black just pants. In color. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to specify. Just a little bit. We're getting your... Oh, I wanted to specify what I meant by like oh, okay. if I had shorts or oh, okay. pants. So, okay. Yeah, yeah I, mine, are, mine are gray. That's nice. Do you I got black I, this time. Are mine gray because they just like... Oh. matching your mood. I think, yeah. I think gray's kind of <laughs> cool though. It's better than black <laughs> of my soul. <laughs> Oh, that fits me. Dead inside, yeah. yeah. Uh, pants from Plants, the best fitting, coolest looking pants and shirts you can wear riding around town. They they seriously work, I almost said the literal word, but uh, they seriously work on your bike beautifully, you guys. And then you can brush these things off and walk right into work if you need to without even blinking. Stretchy, comfortable, rugged as hell. Use the link at Packfiller and use the code Packfiller15 to get your style on and off the bike. Scratch Labs, you guys. That's right. The innovation at Scratch continues. New flavors, recipes, and products launching constantly to help fuel your efforts. They had a really good April 1st campaign the other day that I thought was pretty funny. That was, you know, they were like, they're venturing into ice cream flavors and stuff like that. And, you know, I thought it was pretty good. Be sure to check out the great community that Scratch has created at scratchlabs.com. If you have not tried strawberries and cream, I haven't placed an order yet, so nobody here has tried strawberries and cream. But it's it, it's it's brilliant stuff. Their recovery stuff is absolutely delicious. Sam, are you feeling better after your recovery <sighs> beverage? Well, you sent you guys a too. photo of that. Yeah. You could literally see my soul being restored. <laughs> <laughs> check them oh. out. Check out Scratch Lab. Tell them Packfiller sent you. And finally, you, the listener. That's right. You guys have been speaking. You can take us to the next level. I've received requests from listeners 
And uh, from the the patron program is all fine and dandy, but I understand a lot of you guys. You're bike riders, and you 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 cannot control the amount of money that's hemorrhaging out of your lives. <laughs> so we created, I guess, people were saying to create the GoFundMe concept rather than so that you can just donate when you have a, you know a little bit there, rather than being held down to. I don't know, five bucks a month, you cheap bastard. But uh, <laughs> it'll help advance the the support of the pack filler. It appears that many of you are under, under this new plan. We got it. So uh, from the upcoming monthly video magazine, Velo Update, to events, and even an online presence, we're building the empire, but we need your help. Come be a founding member of the pack filler. So there we go. Now I can play the theme. Now we're doing it right. It's almost like I haven't been doing this for 24 years. It's been a minute. Yeah. Is it sad? That you've been doing it for that long? Mm-hmm. And you're still making mistakes? No. No, that I'm still doing it and I'm still in my own basement. <laughs> but you read. Yeah, why don't we have a clubhouse by now? It is kind of a clubhouse. Yeah, but think now. think about think about <laughs> where, where you recorded before and what you have yeah. now. Yeah. And you haven't made a money at all. That that's beside the point. There's no dollars. No. In fact, no. It's going the other way because you spend so much money on. Oh, but, I, I think I'll always look. be in the hole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it just keeps multiplying. It started off with you, and yeah, me, and Mark. And then it was me and Mark, and then it was me, and then well, it was and uh, uh, Frankie Andreo. Frankie see? did it with me for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully he won't, you know, like sue me for saying his name. But you know, yeah. Frankie and I had a great time with it for a long time, and then it just stopped. Mm-hmm. I think he was like. <laughs> He's like that kid from I'm The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> as he as he rode off into the distance with all the sponsor money. But, you know, I don't know if there were any sponsor money. So I'm not accusing Frankie of anything. Good dude. It was kind of fun doing that show. Well, it is tax day here in the USA. Many are grumpy while some are realizing they put the wrong deduction on their paycheck and are finally getting the money back they actually earned. That always cracks me up. It's like, look at all this money I got from the government. It's like, no, that's, you earned that, you dipshit. Either way... It's the day that Congress gets to plan for more toilet seats for 2024. <laughs> Let's not dwell on that, shall we? Let's talk about the cycling life. It's time for Pack Filler. I'm Pat Bolger. We are with me are the members of the panel who speak up. Oh. Oh. Sorry, I did that. Yeah, he's the worst. I'm gonna bust his balls for a yeah, while. Yeah, you should. Yeah, uh, Dr. David isn't here with us, but let's see who is here, gentlemen. Talk to us. What book had the most significant effect on you, either currently or uh, within your life? Yes, I'm going to talk about reading, and it could be a specific issue of Winning Magazine that had Rebecca Twig on the cover, or something like that. You know, I'm not speaking from experience or anything like that because everybody had a crush on Rebecca Twig back in the day. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. are you thinking still? Yeah. I'm Should still I go thinking. to somebody else? Do you have one? Yeah, I know. Okay, first off, he's the guy on rides who calls out his attacks like Babe Ruth calling a home run, Mr. Sam Waples. <laughs> Hold uh, on, bitches! You said, you were like, on old trails, I'm going to drill it. Yep. And we're like, oh, God, okay. So yep. as we turned onto that road, it's like, shit, hold on. Homing at the mouth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got a book that's uh, that's that's touched you? Yeah, uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Mm. A lot of people would say that. I don't read. Oh. <laughs> we'll see. What? Yeah. Perks of Being a Wallflower? Yeah, really? That's a good book. Yeah. I've never I, read it. I've heard so. that a lot. Yeah. 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 yeah, there's a good there's a movie on it, too. Yeah, yeah. Which is actually a pretty decent, like, grassroots indie film yeah. movie. Really? Yeah. 
I'm, I'm, and as Emma Watson this is going to I'm trying to find a way to properly phrase this I've known a lot of high school girls who've read it <laughs> yeah, I, I've not known a lot of guys who've read it yeah and I, I, I don't I don't mean that in any way bashing but that surprises me yeah I mean I would say I'm more of a sensitive soul I, uh, yeah. I definitely didn't like watch the uh, I know nobody I'm gets so that. confused right now <laughs> I'm going to rip your legs off. I'm really sensitive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, I'll be kind to you after I do that. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. But no, I, Perks Being Wallflower was a great book. Um, mm, wow. I mean, and then also just my era is Harry Potter. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Right? Well, I also right. never read Harry Potter. God, you, I love Harry Potter. You read Harry Potter? Nope. You watched all the movies, though, didn't you? Yep, and they got yep. a killer video game out right now. Yeah, they do have a killer video game. <laughs> Do you want to tell anybody your major, Jackson? Yeah, I was a theater major. And? No, I wasn't a major in anything else. <laughs> I was a minor. In, in what? English. English and education. <laughs> <laughs> so you read like textbooks and stuff. Well, no, no, you read, like I read books. One Novels. Of my, one of my books that I read was what I'll answer with. Okay. Oh, well, I'll just go to that. He's the, he's the guy who... Par- <laughs> He's the guy who apparently can't bunny hop, Mr. Jackson Bulger. Huh. Right. Do we want to tell the story? Yeah, of course we want to tell okay. the story. We hinted at it last week when I you know, were I with listened, us. I know I listened, yeah. Um, so what happened was I was going down a hill really quickly, and I was going in a crack, or I was trying to bunny hop from right to left over a crack that I do all the time, like every time I ride down this hill. And apparently it just caught at the wrong moment, and I broke the wheel. It was the loudest noise. Like, it was the loudest cracking of anything. Oof. Sorry, I sh- <clears throat> should have really gotten into my, my storytelling voice when that came on. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, so I am now wheel shopping. But the wheels should be here, like, tomorrow or the day after. Oof. So, yeah. Um, the book, however, I know, kind of not the funniest story. Um, the book, however, is called The Girls by I think her name's Emma Klein and it Mm. is a soft basing off of the Manson family cult but it I know hello yeah but it was like it was really good because it talks about how like the cults play off of like the insecurities of people and like it gives you this like journey of this woman who like is still scarred to this day of uh, it's it's a really good book and i really suggest it wow. it's kind of heavy but because you know fans and film we, yeah we all yeah. know how it ends like, yeah. yeah well unless you're quentin tarantino right and once upon a time in Hollywood, it completely flips it on its ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that—that's—that's a really good book, and it's a short read, big font. Really, and that was my English class. So there we go. Yeah, there we go. So that's why you had a minor. Yeah. Hmm. Well, because hey. major, it, it's a thicker book. Yeah. That you have to read. Yeah. Well, I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> it's the unabridged version. Here's a minor, and I don't. I don't suggest doing that your junior year of college because yeah. I had to take. A Chaucer class, which if you don't know what Chaucer oh, is, that's the worst yeah. thing to read in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I had to take a whole semester, three classes of English. Mm. That's so much reading. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really a reader, too. That's why, like, I've, yeah. I've probably read, like, a total of 30 to 50 books in my life. Your yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not really a reader, either. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I read comic books. I love them. And there's nothing I, wrong yeah. with I that. devour them. But I call them graphic novels to make me sound cool. Mm-hmm. The only... Th- I do that, too. Um, it's a newer them. version. It's Instagram. That's it. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yep, there you go. <laughs> Instagram. 
<laughs> or Twitter rants. Or Twitter yeah, rants. Twitter feed. I saw something speaking of Twitter on Instagram that was a video of a guy, and he goes, I f- like to live as our ancestors did, and that's why I don't read. And I really identified with that. <laughs> that is. Yeah, that's great. Next, he's the only guy in the room that tears into his bike the morning of a beautiful opportunity to ride, Mr. Paul Main. Yeah. Why? Because I had like a little bit of a drag on the brake, and I can fix it real quick, and then... Once he started dicking with it, I thought the best thing to do is replace the cable. <laughs> now everything's internally routed, so once you get to a certain point, this then it's like, oh crap! It's like guess the, what? I guess like I'm he, doing the gear. If I'm doing, if I'm doing the gear cables too, I might as well just break it down. Packed all the bearings. Just went. I just said screw it. This I'm is the equa- The this is equal equal to it's like on just one beer. Yeah, and then you're going, God, that was good. I think that was tasty. One. Yeah. The next thing you know, you're in the gutter with like. Umbrellas from like those well, bad drinks. You know, it's also yeah, exactly. very that is very true because it's like how they'll ne- you know like an alcoholic would never admit to like no. you know it's there. Paul's got a problem. Yeah, <laughs> and and he's like, did you hear that first part of it? Well, it's all internally routed. Yeah, you know it's the bike's fault that mm-hmm. it's all internally. Well, routed. I can guarantee the you, the bartender just yeah. kept putting them up there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I can guarantee you that that's, that R3 Cervelo that Jack brought over that I will possibly buy yeah. is all external stuff. I would have had that done in no time. Yeah. Absolutely. What's he wanting you know, for that thing? Do you know? No. I don't know. You yet. know what? Um, it looks like it's going to You want be, it, yeah. don't you? I kind of do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful bike. You can beat me to the punch if you want, but no. it's my fallback if, no, if something you happens to mine. Yours is older than mine, I think. So It's looking like it's going to be a nice Saturday this weekend. Do you want to pull a... I'm all done. Apart. I got yeah. it dialed in road okay. su- Sunday. Relay. I didn't. I didn't like ride gravel bikes on Sunday. Are you gonna relace so. the wheels on Saturday morning? Yeah. Just middle of the night, just going like, you know, these hubs are a little fucking. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I, I take. I took care of all of it. I thought I'm in <laughs> this deep. Once eleven o'clock came, I was like, no. Yeah. That's why I sent that picture to you guys. And I said, nope. I'm doing all my bearings. All my, everything's ready. Reeks ready. So yeah. well, I got a new set coming chain. in. If you want to rip anything apart, <laughs> all right, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> we're going to be talking about those here soon. Ooh, so okay, okay. Um, you got a book that, that changed. Yeah, I had. But usually, I can come up with. Yeah, yeah. There's so many. I mean, I'm 60. Yeah. I'm not a big reader, <laughs> but you know, there's there's some like Herman has said that that I liked. You know, but that's going too deep, existentialist type. No, thing yeah, stuff. So, um, but I would say because it ties into cycling. Is the sun also rises? Yeah, with, yeah. There so, we go. That's a good um, choice. Because in the book, what does it mention? The Tour de France. There we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's always Mr. Comes Hemingway back. said, "You always could, comes back. No one can actually cycling is such a beautiful sport. No one will ever be able to do it justice in writing." Did I ever tell you the Hemingway story that I tell all my students all the time? Oh. You met him. I've, I know what you're going to say. I think he's no. He uh, he was in a bar once, of course, drinking his himself blind, and and some people were giving him shit about the fact that his his stories are all really wordy. You know, he just overtalks, kind of a thing like that. And they bet him that he could not write a super short story, and so he took a bar napkin and on it he wrote the world's shortest story, complete story. I'm going to depress you because it was for sale, baby shoes never worn. Wow. And he walked out of the bar. Yeah. Is that crazy? How's that that's, for depressing yeah. as fuck? That's like, uh, isn't it, wasn't it, uh, Emily Dickinson said, use your words like it's money. Yeah. So oh, every word costs, and you are trying to, each word carries so much meaning. Yeah. So that's, he accomplished that. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Um, I am 
uh, oh, I'm the guy who couldn't possibly get worse at climbing. Wait, hold my beer. I rode this weekend, mm. and I have become worse at climbing. <laughs> Thanks, pills. <laughs> it's not your fault, though. <laughs> but, oh, that's but, so good. No, no. <laughs> nothing's technically my fault, but holy shit, I'm bad at climbing right now. I'm just like going, hey, I'm just going to wait. Wait for me. And I just, holy Jesus. I mean, I'm going to get to the really <laughs> bone I got to pick. But um, I'm going to pick the book I just finished, actually, because it. And I have a lot of them that have that have that I've really loved. Fahrenheit 451 is one of my favorite novels of all time. Um, uh, Walden Pond. Uh, you know, Walden is, is great. But but I just finished a book that I think was perfect timing for me. And I'm not going to lie. I did it on Audible. I, I didn't read it. I, I, I sat on the train and did it on Audible. And it's a book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's like a how-to book on how to live your life and accept what comes. And I kind of needed it right now. And it was just perfect. I finished it and I was like going, okay. All right, we're all going to be fine. So there we go. Uh, let's 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 move on uh, and talk about training. How did the past week go, everybody? Everybody, anybody become a big bike? Sam's like, I'm kicking ass. I'm the fastest guy on the planet. Everybody's going to suck my wheels. <laughs> well, mine will be short, so I'll go first. Since I didn't ride Saturday, I was rebuilding my bike. I did ride the, the the next day, and I got a fifty miler in. Did. I saw Four that. mounds, yeah. mm-hmm. and and apparently you did slow them down because um, my speed was faster by myself for almost the same amount of distance with more climbing, dude. Than I, your guys's average speed. I did the same ride with. I just wanted to point that. I out. did the same <laughs> ride with Jackson and Sam. The same ride. My average speed was two miles an hour slower, even though I was with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Up until the end of the ride, yeah. which means my climbing was so slow that my average speed dropped by two miles an hour. Because they stopped at the top of the hill yeah, and paused it, right? Oh, Sam sat at a fucking bench at the top of Pettit Hill. <laughs> I came up and he was off his bike, yeah. sitting on a bench, I, and, and he said Jackson wouldn't do it just because he was too nice. It's so true. I look at Jackson. I respect you. Yeah. I look at Jackson like, Jackson, let's just really drive the knife and we should take a seat on the bench. Oh, God. And Jackson just kind of, th- no. No. This is my dad. I only got one of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ever seen my dad cry? Yeah. It's it, ugly. It does it all the time in movies. Yeah. So. <laughs> so oh, my gosh. Oh, fuck a duck. You guys, how's the, how's the training week going? Yeah, Sam, just go. Just yeah, brag. okay. Crushing. Um, <laughs> I'm on like such a good, balanced lifestyle right now that like it feels like it's never ending. You like, sound like a goddamn triathlete. I know. Except everything's like, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm spitting all over the bar. I'm so happy. <laughs> So right, I'm like, bitter today. Apparently. I know. I love that. Um, <laughs> what happened like, to the art of not giving a fuck? Well, I give a fuck. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress. But I, I probably rode like 
hard three days or maybe four days and then wow. yeah four days and then the other days i think i rode almost every single day because the other days i'd commute to to work which is oh, just yeah, yeah. i mean like that's nothing to besides a recovery so it was no. like like today i was like i woke up and i'm like yeah i still feel kind of sluggish from going so deep on the weekend and then i rode to work today and i'm like i feel like a god again <sighs> you know so it's like a good recovery yeah just, yeah that's brilliant. not riding every day but getting enough in yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jackson. It's uh, honestly, it's like way better. Uh, so ever since the weather's been getting nice, uh, when we've been doing our rides, um, I've definitely noticed what I have been really, really focused on for the entire winter, and what I haven't been really, really focused on. Um, and so I went out yesterday. Well, we did our stuff on the weekend, and mm-hmm. then I went out yesterday, and I did some uh, some sprints because that's. Um, if I'm being really frank, that's what I've worked on the whole winter because I know that the all I'm going to race are crits. So yeah. realistically, I've been trying to just like work on that solely. Um, so pretty pretty happy with how things are going. All right, I'm going to talk shit for Jackson. Oh. oh. Because you know he's not going to. And since like he's not going to, I need to talk shit. Okay. You, who, who, Don't bring who? him to the finish line. Because he Me? will bury you this year, folks. You just revealed every I'm one just of telling you. I know. I'm just telling you right now, guys. Everyone in Spokane, watch out. Really? Jackson's coming in hot. All right. All right. And he'll be at the finish line because I'm going to pull him there. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking shit. Oh, God. He's just laying it out there. He's just, yeah. Yeah, arm on the bar, arm on the baby, Oliver. arm on the bar, yep. hold an apple. Um, I got in. Uh, what am I thinking? I'm. What did I say? Um, I, I got some days on the trainer. Sorry, Paul, but even though it's nice outside, I am spending days on the trainer just because I want to kind of monitor how things are going and I want to kind of kind of control the environment a little better. And if I suddenly just go flutter boy, I'm 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 at home. I'm not like I got to pedal back ten you know 10 miles or something like that um so i got like uh three days on the trainer and two days on the road um yeah strength training i'm doing that stuff in the meantime i am way behind i i've never realized how far i am behind but and that the 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 drugs are making it worse not gonna lie uh the you know the beta blockers are slowing me the fuck down but uh uh, i got an ablation in two weeks i I think i talked to people like that and if you read the cycling weekly article you probably you've (laughs) you've seen me in a hospital bed sorry about that um (laughs) and um i you know i an ablation for those you don't know is where they're going to go in through my groin and they're going to uh <laughs> way not to make that pipe. weird yeah it's yeah. not going up your pipe no not the pipe oh no i won't do it then that's a catheter yeah, yeah. <laughs> they might have one of those in there oh, is this going on gonna need an extra inch of pipe there doc <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> Can you add an inch? Yeah, please. Two. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they're going to go all the way up into the heart and fry the electrical signals that cause the, that are causing the uh, the AFib. And so hopefully, you know, the doc's going to tell me, hey, great, good job. Everything's perfect. You're a model patient. Go out and race tomorrow. Just uh, like that. Mm-hmm. Probably won't. You know, with my luck, they'll probably say, hey, you know, we're gonna, you got to take it easy. You know, probably... 
go really mellow, stay in the drugs for you know, 38 years or something like that. <laughs> and that's, uh, sorry, that's glass half empty kind of a way, but I'm looking at it that way. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. And, and, um, the, the great thing about things is, um, and I want to thank again, all the listeners who've been sending me emails and stuff like that and talking about how, you know, they've gone through their issues and a lot of them have had this, this procedure and a lot of them have really done well for, you know, 10, 12, 15 years. Some of them have gone back in and some of them, you know, and, and things like that. But, uh, it's a really interesting dynamic. A lot of people out there, especially a lot of us who've been, uh, lifelong endurance sports athletes and put the stress on our systems. And it's, it's not a game ender. It is a game changer, but it's not a game ender. And, and I think, uh, that's that's really cool, and I'm going to. Uh, somebody mentioned, and I, you know, I'm I'm saying it as as hearsay there, so so uh, don't don't quote me on this. But somebody was saying that Bobby Julich had 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 an ablaze process, and I'm I'm trying to reach out to Bobby to see if he'd be willing to come on the show and talk to talk to me about it, just a separate interview, because it seems like there is a dynamic of people out there who are starting to deal with these issues, and so I think it might be interesting to have a little bit of a chat about it and see how we can go from there. So I appreciate everybody out there, and thanks Cycling Weekly for, for taking the time to, I don't know, copy and paste and then hit send, you know, was, something like that. So it was really good though. Thanks, man. Really good. Thanks. We're, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep the funny going. So let's catch up on what is happening in the world of professional racing. News brought to us by our friends at Gooder. That is right, Gooder. Act now before the code is gone. Pack filler fifteen will get you a sick discount. I said sick on the already <laughs> best price performance eyewear on the market gotta get gooder the ardennes are coming you guys in case you missed it the first of the non-cobbled classics i guess that's what we can call it even though some of those roads might be cobble mm-hmm. like brick cobble kind of uh, surfacey. no it's all paved like pretty much yeah. pretty much paved mm-hmm. uh this uh they hit pretty much hard this last weekend with amstel gold on sunday showing once again the dominance of team sd works as well of that of todd a Merckx. i mean pagacha yeah <laughs> What does one do to stop this absolute once-in-a-generation control of the sport of cycling in the women's peloton with this dominating super team that we've not seen since the likes of, I'm going to say, La Vie Claire, <laughs> and, and of this, this, this punk with his hair sticking out of his helmet? What, what does one do to stop these two i you guys can pick the sd or you can pick tade how would you stop it you're a team director sitting in your hotel room with with candy wrappers all over the bed because you're just you're just sad eating because you don't know what the (laughs) hell you're gonna do and you've got this huge budget let's say you're patrick lefebvre (laughs) who's just going oh my god I, i stole away sudal i've got this great sponsor we ain't doing dick. What am I going to do? What are you guys going to do in that situation? I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I, on, on meth. Yeah. <laughs> on the whole Tade side of it all. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard because I've been seeing a lot of things on social media saying that, Oh, you bring Remco, but yeah. I, I think Remco and Tade are on two different paths right now. I think Remco is all in on winning that Giro mm-hmm. right now. And I think that he's on like a grand tour type of fitness. And I think that, I mean, Tade is a... Genera- Tade isn't though? 
Well, the, what I what I was about to get onto is Tade is a generational talent that he can be on classics fitness, but also really uh, also so? on world tour fitness or on on a grand tour fitness. It's like the only way you're going to beat him is if you bring him to a sprint, and you're Matthew Vanderpool or you're Wild yeah. Benert. That's yeah, you're the only one way. of the top sprinters. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he he I guarantee he's going to outsprint Remco too. It's like oh, yeah. I. There's not a lot of ways to beat him in a classic right now because he you you one on one with Tade. There's no way. Yeah, I thought when we were over this weekend, I thought Ben Healy was going to bring him back, and then he baited him in, and then he got almost pushing a minute. Wow! But there's a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jonathan Vodders. Do you follow his Twitter account? No. He was just like rage tweeting, just like. What the fuck? You know, just there were Tade was getting a free ride. Mm-hmm. I think while I get where, who do we blame that on? This is the question. Sorry, the commissaire. Yeah, that was yeah. his car. Yeah, and I think while Vadas has a really good point there, if if Ben Healy goes to the line with, it would have, yeah, it, it, it would have been the same same yeah. result. Yeah. So so realistically, it's like. When push comes to shove, he's going to win. But it's like I don't know if there is any way to deal with with him specifically. Yeah. And on on the SD work side, it's like when you have a team of like all Tades. <laughs> yeah, there, it's a power. There's no way to there's no way yeah. to win, and they're all willing to die for one another. You could just yeah. have them crash out on the you know velodrome. Yeah, yeah. Just 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 sweep the knee. You know? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened there. Tactic. I think that's the only way that you can win. It's, I think. Trek Segafredo is the only one that could possibly put any sort of ca- like candle towards SD Works. Yeah, it's the only team that can. Although tactically, we saw it in Barry Roubaix. I think we I did. think changing up the game could be something that could help with the women's racing. Mm-hmm. And because uh, this these these early breaks with 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 strength in them, and and doing something different, you know, f- trying to flip the cards a little bit might help. But. Um, but with the men's peloton, I mean, I, every time I look at, you know, I have the rosters for both races this week. First one is tomorrow. If you're listening to this and it's not live, chances are you're listening to this and you know what happened already. Mm-hmm. But there, you're an idiot if you don't circle Tade's name on a start mm-hmm. list. There are two names, only two names in the pro in the men's pro peloton that I that I said before that I think could be Tade. Wow, at Matthew. All. That's it. Yeah. And Matthew actually, did you guys see that Matthew yeah. actually told Tade that this is the climb you should go on? And, and he did. Yeah, and he did. And then it was all over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that they're friends. Yeah. I think it's cool. I love that they're all friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would um, would uh, would it be this? Oh, I'm, actually, no. I'm going to ask the same question I ask every week. Is this getting boring yet? Nope. 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 Really? No. Okay. All right, I'm gonna keep asking because someday well, you're just going like, "Oh, this." It, it, it falls back winning. to your your question, though. You know, how do you beat Tade? Well, he's he's won uh, Flanders and he's won Amstel Gold the same way. He could not win, of course, against Wout and and, uh, and Matthew um, in a sprint at E3. So he has to he has to attack early. I mean, early on on mm-hmm. a, on a hill because no one's. Can match them. Well, you see it over and over again. Yeah. So, what's your tactic as a team? You, a couple of teams need to get people up up front mm-hmm. and make sure they stay in front of him, and you can't allow him just to be right at the point. And obviously, within sixty k, he's going to explode. He's going to blow you apart, 
and and it's going to be on a hill. So you, you just have to think around that. Um, so I don't think it's boring because now it's it's to me I'm I'm watching what other teams are doing to stop this, and they can. They some some point they're going to find the cure for it. So my other thing about Tade is, you know, obviously he's superhuman, but how is this going to affect? And maybe it won't. But how is this going to affect the tour? I mean, he's dumping in a lot. Yeah. And, and yeah, he's proven that he can go all season long. But, I mean, he's he's dumping a lot of that, fuel. And that hasn't been done for a very long time. Yeah. Where somebody's been classic strength going into a Grand Tour season. Yeah. You know, we haven't seen that since he's gonna the days. He's going to be able to take of, the Giro time off. Oh, yeah. 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 He'll probably go to a camp in altitude. Yeah. But. I I would also ask though for a lot of these races like <clears throat> back with Chris Froome you know in like the sky days and um, it was very much like I personally it's like you're rooting against the guy right because you wanted to see something different happen yeah but like with Tade what I find is that I'm like I still want to see him win because you know that the entire peloton is against him. (laughs) Like, what is that? I mean, that is the coolest thing ever for him to still win. When I mean, I think every single one of those teams would do a you know backdoor handshake to like, yeah, let's screw him up. You have to, and there's nothing wrong with that's part of cycling. Totally, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, you're you're meeting on the you know the start line, and the you know the directors are like, listen, we're having two guys up. You should get two guys up. You know, yeah. here's our yep. intentions. But none of us are going to win unless all of us gang up on him. I know, and, and that's what happened to like Sagan when when he yes, started yeah. winning. Yeah, all of a sudden he's like, and and Lamont's big comment is in the nineteen was it ninety one uh, Tour de France. He says it's like everybody is is working for me to lose mm-hmm. and not for anybody to win. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get so good that that you become such a, fo- a focus point that. Yeah, all the teams are like, I'm not going to help you. I mean, you, he's in a break. It's like, no, you that's pull. That's so cool. Shut down. Yeah. So that's what makes cycling interesting. And I I think what's been really interesting to watch, too, is the like the the power that UAE, just the team itself, has, like how much it has shifted. Because it almost is like they have a, a whole year-round squad. And I think the one person that really should get a lot of attention right now is Matteo Trenton. Mm-hmm. Has mm-hmm. been insane. He's been at the front of races, saving things for Tade here and there. And when a break goes up the road, like we saw this last weekend, he would be second wheel. Mm-hmm. They roll like the front person rolls off, and it just they gain another ten seconds. It's like that guy is so experienced in a classic setting that he, I think, deserves almost right underneath the pay of what Todd is getting because it's been it's been really really inspirational yeah. what he's been doing mm-hmm. it's just me years uh Todd losing the Tour de France last year was possibly the best thing to ever happen to mm-hmm. him yeah I agree he I mean he is it lit a fire out of his it. butt yeah. that's yeah. what they said on the broadcast yeah they were saying that like probably losing poked the bear and yeah you don't want to oh poke they this did bear. talk about a lot about poking the bear yeah 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 well great there's my thanks jackson i thought it was <laughs> it wasn't original yeah <laughs> so much for that uh who can who can beat Tade and who can be we, we already mentioned who can potentially topple sd is maybe trek segafredo yeah but uh who who can beat Tade this weekend is it, it now you got we did mention remco we just kind of touched on remco 
Um, I think that uh, I, I do think that Patrick Lefevre has a a shrine in his home with Pizza Hut boxes and um, <laughs> because he's sponsored by yeah. Pizza Hut. Um, ironically, I think you know the pizza Wait, delivery is delivering right now. Yeah, he, he is. is. He is. Oh, he is. Yeah. yeah, he is. That's really yeah. funny. And um, I think I think he's praying. Please, God, when something you know please be my boy because um to for this team to go from what it was last year to what it is now is is just the last decade oh it's yeah it's i mean yeah we're, we're talking about yeah even from step, the mape right? days yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean it's been absolute crushing and to see this this proverbial donut hole that they're seeing in terms of their their record right now has got to be crushing but um you know, I, 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 I'm glad that Remco is at this race. And and you mentioned that he's in Grand Tour form. I think a true test of Grand Tour form will be something like this this weekend. Um, you know, because there we're, there are individual stages that are going to where it's all going to go down and he's going to have to show what he's got. So um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, my, I, we, I we can start to mention our picks because for for for. We we have terrible rosters of of um, Liège Liège. It's I mean it's very very scant just because we don't know who's going to race yet. But I I had to pick Remco and, and Tade mm-hmm. just because I want to see that battle. Mm-hmm. I may be in a selfish realm, you know, and I and nobody's holding the gun to my head if I don't pick them right. Yeah. But um, it, it's hard to pick a lot of the riders besides those two. I also pick Ben O'Connor, but so. So who 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 can challenge it? I mean, is it? I think Hawk will be up there. Oh, for Liege? Yeah, I don't think uh-huh. so. <laughs> yeah, I think you're wrong. Not after. Yeah. Not after. Yeah, uh, that's tough. Amps, yeah. yeah. I mean, Ben Healy used him like a. I mean, tossed him away like a wet rag. Yeah. Um, I I think uh, which has got to be hard for him because he started so well and then that crash mm-hmm. for Pitcock that yeah. caused the I think his focus though I can I mean even he, I think this is kind of we all have those bad years but he wasn't all that impressive I mean he was impressive yeah, I mean he was a constant third in the cross series but mm-hmm. he used to kind of like hang in with uh, Wout and Matthew fairly decently and they just could like drop him so I mean not massively but yeah still nevertheless he hasn't been this hasn't been his year but getting back to the point who could beat like in the age i think remco is the only one that could be a challenge i think um the way he attacked last year i mean he jumped on on the lara dude yeah. and and he's his back wheel came off the ground i mean yeah. he just like exploded mm-hmm. and he has to get separation um from uh from Tade. And I think he's a better TT guy, so he could keep that distance slightly better. I mean, he's been proven that he's he's wonderful. That's how he wins. Mm-hmm. He wins on solo breaks. Um, I think that's it. But if he doesn't get that separation, like Jackson said, he's going to lose the sprint. I mean, uh, Ramco's never won a, a group sprint. And if it's uphill, he just kind of just wears people down. But, mm-hmm. yeah. It could be very interesting. Do you think anybody's going to hold their cards closer to their chest on on flesh before Liege? Oh, no. Or do you think it's just like, if I'm flying, I'm flying? When you're on, you're on. And, and, yeah. and flesh is, that's an unusual one. And, and for years past, because the, the Cote de Wii, uh, that's the final mm-hmm. climb. Well, they do it two more times prior to that. And it's, it's a brutal climb. It's, what is it, about a... 
a little bit shy of uh, a kilometer and a half. And um, halfway up, it, it jumps from 5 to 6% to 8 to 10 to 17 to 14 oh. for a good, I think, 600 meters or something. And then it levels off to like a 9 and 8. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it's interesting to watch because the camera at the finish line, you just see these heads. Yeah. It's so steep that they're coming up. So, but. Um, and there are no benches at the top for you to sit at and wait no. for me, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a... You guys damn. realize this is 258 kilometers? That's Yeah, that's a long day. It's a long day. Yeah. Are you talking about Liège? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a monument. Crazy. It's the oldest one. Yeah. yeah. 1893, I think. It's so started. funny because that race doesn't matter until there's like, what, 10, 15K left? Mm-hmm. Then so, they're all trying to sort where they want to be going into the final It's climb. just fatigue. It's yeah. just like my body's killing me. Yeah. Now we attack. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. it's... It, it's like a slightly more exciting Milan San Remo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, did you guys make picks? Uh, mm-hmm. Do we want... Uh, Flesh is first, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I, every Tomorrow. time I say that, I can't help... Flesh. Billy Idol. Flesh. Flesh. The gentleman. 175 starters. I have... Tied up against her. Shocker. I have Nelson Palace and I have Magnus Sheffield. So I basically took Sam's picks before him. So that's why I did that because you sat on a bench and you made fun of me. <laughs> Asshole. So if, if both, if if all three of those riders win, we're both going down together. Yeah. 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 Uh, women, I have Annemiek van Vluten, Caddy, Ketchen, uh, Nimi Adoma. And I didn't pick a third. Oh, I, did, I picked Demi Volring just because I had to pick somebody from SD Works. So those are my, those are my flesh picks. Anybody? Yeah, I uh, picked David Godu. Oh, he's writing very well. Yeah, he had a good Perinese. Yeah, um, Tade Pagacha and mm-hmm. Nielsen Palace, and well, because they also mentioned that he was one of the top ten riders in the world on yeah. the weekend. Mm-hmm. Didn't he got in a crash? He though. crashed, though. I don't know how he is. So. I, I hope he's. Okay, because he did not look happy at, at Hampstead Golden after that crash. He was no. Hopefully, he's all right. He's yeah. on the list. So, for the women, I picked um, Marta Cavalli of FDJ. I also picked Cecilia Utrip Ludwig and Demi Vollering. Yeah. Same. Pretty much the same. I'm going to do Lawson Crotic, though. Oh. Yep. Um, Jaco Ayula. Mm-hmm. He's the leader of the team. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then for the women, uh, I'm going to do... Did you, pick Gluten, Did you pick three? One. Yeah. No. Well, no, no. I have the same as you otherwise. I have Nielsen oh, Palace. Okay. And oh, I the only difference is... Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Um, but Anamique Von Vluten, Demi uh, Waring. Right? Is that Waring? Yep. Yeah. And then uh, Elisa Longo-Borghini. Ah, this is the first time I didn't pick her, so she might win. Mm-hmm. Mr. Jinx Man. I do. Mm-hmm. I screw up people's cycling careers, <laughs> including my own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm AFib Man. <laughs> Actually, I'm calling myself Ticker Boy. <laughs> I'm Ticker Boy. <laughs> I'm Ticker Boy. AFib Man and Ticker Boy. <laughs> the new adventures. <laughs> oh, there it goes again. Oh, go AFib. On, go on without me. <laughs> 
Sit on the bench. Avenge <laughs> Wait for me. me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Paul. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. So Nothing for the women, about. I have Ludwig. I have uh, Van Vluten. She has a huge history of winning that race. I mean, yeah. But she hasn't shown much this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, Vollering also. Yeah. And for the men, I have, of course, Bugatti. And I have Ben Healy. I was tempted. I'd ben Healy's tempted. been mm-hmm. right there. So I, I thought, that's a chance. And then Tej Benut. Just because I like win? to say his name. Yeah. The Giro last year, is that who I'm thinking of? Who? Oh. Ben. No. Ben Healy was a, he was second. A, uh, first year was last, last this year. This is the year for He's, EF. Yeah. This is an unbelievable year for them. I don't know if you guys have been watching the the, uh, Tour of the Alps. No. My only one has been watching. I've been watching. Mm -hmm. Uh, First of all, Teo Gegenhardt is absolutely dancing. Mm -hmm. He's he's won two stages, the first two stages. And it's climbing. It's hilly. um, And he's riding incredibly well. Um, He was not happy with the finish today. It actually finished on not a completed, but a speed skating rink. Where they come around onto the pavement of a speed skating rink, and it was a kind of a nasty corner coming around in the final hundred meters, and uh, fortunately it was after a major climb, so mm-hmm. Teo won it pretty pretty handily. But uh, I this guy's going to be cruising in this year. Mm-hmm. I just don't know who's going to be. You know, we do know who's going to be there, and that's that's mm-hmm. a tough one. Um, Liège is. The, I I don't mean to disrespect the women, but the the start list is so barren right now. Um, it's mm-hmm. hard to pick those riders, so um, I, I'd pick I, the same. I bet you the same that's on flesh. Yeah, is going to yeah. be pretty close to the same one. So I'd pick the same three. Yeah, again, anyway. So um, mm-hmm. for the for the guys, um, I I'm assuming everybody in this room is picking Tade and Remco. Mm-hmm. No, yep. Sam. No, you're just going to whoever's. No, I did Tade. Stars Tate. and bars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Stars and bars. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Americans. Oh, yeah, oh, doing it. That's no, what they really. used to call a national team jersey. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stars and bars. So, uh, so who's your other two riders then? Tej Benoit yeah. and Pidcock. Oh, okay, Pidcock. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I did pick uh, Remco and Tade, but I also picked uh, Julia Ciccone. Oh, yeah, on a little bit better form than Balcomola. Yeah, I went with Tade and Evanapol and. And of course, Tej Benut. Tej Benut. Mm-hmm. I went Tade Evanipol and Ben O'Connor mm. because I just want to see an uh, Ajay Dezer rider win. I think Bez- Benoit Kosnefoy comes yeah, along the I chance. Yeah, I think he's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Hey, uh, BMC. Yeah. Give me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clue phone, line one. <laughs> 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> uh, let's get to our topic for tonight's show brought to us by our friends at Wahoo Fitness trust me you guys you need proper training data especially if you're dealing with a wonky ticker ticker boy uh, Wahoo has you covered on all aspects indoor training gear and platforms monitors computers and so much more use the link at pack filler we get a few pennies by the way when you do that yes yeah we I gotta I gotta keep these guys in beer uh, become a Wahoo again so let's talk about training racing and life we've kind of touched base on this but you know, uh, topics evolve, people evolve, and, and things change in our lives. And I think it's an interesting uh, concept to, to try to, you know, see how things are going. Uh, none of us are professional athletes. I don't know if you guys know that or not. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, did, did you see me last week? You were flying. You were flying. Can I say this in a non-sexual way? You have My developed calves. a bubble butt, man. It is just like... It's, it's a just horse like, ass. It, it, it it's is. It's a horse ass. It's, yeah. not, it's just like, wow, it's... But it's, it's my it's my and I ham mean hawks. that in a good way. It's like I was talking to Jackson. It's oh Christmas. My God, Jackson. It's Christmas ham. Look at his butt. <laughs> I was not a part of that conversation. <laughs> However, <laughs> quote, it's just rhythmical. To quote the great Paul Maine, I like something to grab on. <laughs> grab on to. <laughs> it's you, dude. Oh, you right been, up all that out. Yeah, you've been yeah. doing your callback. You've been doing oh your squats. You've been doing your squats, man, and, well, and it is noticed. It's because great I drafting behind it. It's it is. Like, this is the no Waples, wind. The Waples wind tunnel. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was known for in college. Tripping <laughs> the air for me. I like that. So we're not professional riders, but we are all, however, addicted to this stupid, idiotic, extremely yeah. expensive, obviously life-damaging sport. Yeah. Um, <laughs> notice that I didn't say ri- racing. Though at any given point in time, I talked about the sport. I talked about the love of writing. I talked about you know the training elements. So, um, first of all, would you agree with me that we're addicted to riding, not racing? I know what Paul's going to probably say. No, no, that's what keeps me riding is racing. Riding yeah. is racing. Okay, yeah. okay. Racing is life. Mm-hmm. Football is life. Football is life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't like. I think that historically racing would be. It's just that we don't really have it much on the calendar. Yeah. Um, so the idea of like having the local stuff is keeping me motivated. I mean, knowing that like SCR, or I really got to learn the name of the new Spokane so, Raceway. It's, no, it's like oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, native. It's, a it's a yeah. Native American term. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got to learn it. Mm-hmm. Put yeah. that on the agenda. Um, yeah. But anyway. Like knowing that that's coming back is definitely a motivator. I'm motivated by racing. I don't care what my results are, but I am motivated to like, oh, I want to be in shape for this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what makes me ride because there's a lot of days that I'll wake up and I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to ride today. But the thought of being able to go out and, you know, try to break some souls is motivating. Yeah, so, absolutely. so there is that. So it is. It's not the number pinning on. It's the breaking of the souls. Oh, it's just breaking souls. So you can just All crush us and never have to actually pay I an entry fee. Totally. The weekend, like, absolutely going out yeah. and just shattering people. And just, like, being shattered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was on Saturday at the end. Um, man, that just... You're just saying that to make me happy. 
that you retired after that ride on Saturday. I thought I texted you guys. I love my soul is somewhere up on 57th still. Really? I went lights out after Jackson left. I came through on old trails to prove a point. Yeah. And I think it lasted about as long as I have sex. (laughs) And honestly, it was just like, (laughs) ah, okay. How was it for you guys? I think that's about how long it was. Are you done too? Yeah. (laughs) I'm satisfied. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I shouldn't say this stuff on a a worldwide published podcast, but fuck it. Um, it. And so I just, I was like, I got to come through at least once. And I did. And then. I was I was hurting. Did you I, hear I, brakes behind you going? <laughs> just, yeah, I know. Whoa! A lot of freewheeling. Whoa! <laughs> Wait, why did we go from thirty miles an hour to eighteen? <laughs> you asshole! You got a flat pat? What's going on? Uh, it was a it was a substantial pull. It was. Yeah, it was so mean to me, and I love it. <laughs> Jackson, talk to me about racing versus riding. Could you do one without the other? Uh, uh, maybe I, 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 I didn't actually know. I've been so competitive my entire life, yeah, yeah. of course, that competition is what kind of spurs me on. I really enjoy riding with you guys for the camaraderie part of it all. Um, but I also like to, I like that racing aspect. I like, I like a line that I have to beat somebody to cause I, really? I have that comparison in my mind. Sure. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I mean, this, I, I'm, I'm kind of. I I I love I I get so into my own head when it comes to pinning a number on that at many times I'm talking myself out of it all the way up until the line goes off all the way up yeah just don't do it just find an excuse go home just don't do this you know the 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 demon on my shoulder going you suck don't do this and I'm like you you're right um head um but but then i do the race and all of a sudden that switch goes off and i'm you know pat the asshole and i i'm yelling at people and i'm you know trying to be the patron of the peloton kind of a thing like that you know um and that's a different it's it's weird um but i so much love going out and and just busting it out on the roads that i i'm kind of at the point where i could do I could still go without racing, but I, I think at some point in time, because especially because of this platform where we talk about it so much, that I don't think I could ever not do it. But uh, so it's I don't know. I'm at, I'm at an interesting crossroads. Um, so well, can, I I came across on my ride Sunday, and I'm sure it's part of the Gravel Brain Trust group going mm-hmm. the opposite direction, and they were. Big smiles on their faces and yeah. stuff. And, and they do enjoy... There's people who go out and ride for the camaraderie like we do, but on a different level. They see things. They actually, you know, enjoy yeah. like the terrain and, and tag. That's their oh, joy. That's and so I think, boring. But, you know, to them, that's that's everything. And I, that's the same thing it's like for us for racing. Every, it's so unusual about cycling that some, you know, there's so many different disciplines. Some people like mountain biking and some of them just do flow those flow tracks and stuff and that's what they live for and that's that's great um and and i just heard on escape collective on one of their podcasts or somebody called in and asked um you know what bike that he's going to colorado should he bring his gravel his hardtail or his road bike and they're like talking well there's some really great rides with good scenery and i'm like who rides their bike for scenery and then it dawned on me 
lot, lot of people, people. most yeah. people exactly yeah. Yeah. and it's just a different different take and i i don't know if you're in that category that's why i bring it up are you at that point because you're talking about last year it, it didn't work out but you were going to go across the state and what yeah what was your your i think you wanted to achieve i wanted to hurt myself yeah yeah i wanted to hurt myself um and i'm not and you can't do that racing Yes, I can, but I can also do it on Saturdays with you guys bleeding out my eyeballs. Um, and that's that's the thing is um, I'm not the type of rider who's just going to say like, okay, I'm not racing anymore. Now I'm just going to soft pedal everywhere. Absolutely not. Um, I love the, the pain and the suffering of it. And I also love the fact that we can go super hard until it's it's you know everybody's exhausted and then we can get back together and do it again or um you can you know stop and have a beer someplace and then go out and do it some more or something like that i you know and so i'm i'm kind of at that bridge between i'm not gonna lie also in case you guys didn't know um i have a problem with people and um and sometimes there are people i don't want to race with who are in races who are absolute you know, cock knockers, then, and then I don't want to race. I'm right here. Just beat him. No, it's not just you. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, there is the great rivalry of the Waple Bulger. I don't know. Uh-huh. I think I'm, I'm Sam started it. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah you're just too young, you know, <laughs> punk. Um, well, don't you take that with people you don't want to race with? Yeah, and 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 take that to work to beat that person, beat them down. I mean, you know, figure out strategy or teamwork and stuff like that. That's how you, because there's always some jerk in there. It doesn't do it for me. I could absolutely, I could win and I just, it doesn't do it for me. What? Like if if I, like if I was really upset with, I know where you're coming from with that because like there's plenty of writers where I'm like, God, I don't want to go to this because of X, Y, Z. And there's, if I won, I like... I'm not going to go over there and be like, Bleh. Yeah, know, like, yeah. I'm not going to rub to, it in their faces. That's, yeah. no, that's just be passive-aggressive like, about it. Yeah. It's just like, you know, you're not all that. Yeah. I just beat your shit. So. And I find mm-hmm. that there's also a... There's there's something in humili- in like a, a humble winner. Yeah, like Toddy. Yeah, like yeah. when you win and you don't say anything... That's almost worse. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. When you're nice about it afterwards. So, are you humble if you intentionally rub it in by not saying anything? Is that humility? Well, you keep Coming it inside. Coming from a humble person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Now, help me out here, you guys. We're going to talk about what our main topic here is about balance. But um, I'm going to admit to you guys, in case you didn't know, I'm way behind on my fitness. You know, I t- I'm about nine weeks behind on my fitness. How do you guys handle the times when you realize you got a lot of catching up to do, but oh, you work for a living, you have uh, family obligations for some of this. None of us do, but uh, some, you know, some people do. Weddings, you have yeah, up. weddings to plan for, yep. things like that. How do you how do you figure out how to catch up without destroying everything in your life? And and if if so, you know, Paul, you and I are are the kind of people because of our age bracket that we can't suddenly just magically go out and train hard for a month or go out and have tacos and sunshine and come back in a week and be flying. Hi, David. 
Um, <laughs> man, you know, or or Jackson, you you know, you you two guys, you can crank it out for four to six weeks and be mm-hmm. absolutely dancing. We can't do that. How, what do you guys say to you know, or how have you dealt with situations where you found yourself behind and finding ways to catch up? Oh man, I, it's it. You can't even talk on this topic. He's still two weeks and you're the, a hero. He's still well, gifted weekend, with the thunderbolt. No, yeah, you know, two weekends like, ago it was like, hang on, Jackson, yeah. for dear life. And this last weekend you're sprinting around me multiple times. Yeah. Next weekend yeah. I'm going to be holding onto your wheel. Yeah, this so is not. I I and I recognize that, and that's what's so that's what's so special about being the age of 23. But like, there is something about it that. Being being me, I always stress about the fact that will I be there at the time? And there is a, what, three, four-month period of constant anxiety that we talked about mm-hmm. on the weekend that, that, that sits in me. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that's really hard and not really talked about a lot is that, like, there is this really big thing about in in this sport where we constantly compare each other to another person. Oh, I mean, gosh. we're all we're all bike racers, and so like I've recently have to, had to come to terms with like the anxiety, and I continuously use anxiety for a very specific reason. Um, the anxiety that I constantly feel, and I think what is really important to tell people is that like it's okay if you're not on the same fitness as other people because you'll get there eventually. You need to be just on your own timeline. And so how I how I deal with that is I just like I said I go on my own timeline I trust my process and you'll reach that fitness when you want to reach that fitness if you have that specific goal and it's okay if you feel stressed it it'll come it'll all be there like I said it'll all be there when when race day is there so but yeah. be will right. it though I mean I, I mean I'm speaking from uh, I'm asking for a friend um our first local Twilight series is next Thursday. Mm-hmm. Or Sam, your series is well, this yeah, Thursday. this Thursday, but it's not the race. But series. that's a dick measuring contest, just the totally. same. I mean, you know, and and what do you do? I mean, I, I, undiagnosed, obviously have the same anxiety issues, mm-hmm. and I just instead I take it out by pouting. I like. I feel like a broken record when I talk about this stuff because, and maybe everyone's just like, "Shut up, Sam." We all know, we all agree, but like, it's all framing your mindset, and that's what was like the biggest thing for me. It's like framing it on that I get to hurt myself every single time, as opposed to like, "Oh, great, I'm just gonna go out and get absolutely wrecked by an entire group, go home and cry myself to sleep." Yeah, that's not how I look at it. Like last year was a perfect example of I am in this in between phase of where it doesn't just happen overnight anymore like it used to be like i'd start riding and then like oh there goes 10 pounds you know and it's like now i'm flying in any you know way but last year i spent the whole winter the whole winter there was probably five months where i did not touch my bike like even look at my bike because i was doing the basement reno thing yeah right and then came into spring trash like could barely ride and got my teeth knocked in all the way until like end of july and then i was like all right, I feel good. But I, every single week, and I'd go out and I'd be like, "Let's go hurt," and it was it was great. Like, but if you look at it that way, like, I mean, there's still gains to be made, right? Yeah. Like, you don't have to be the fastest guy on the day. There's always next year. That's right. Oh, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, I just think like I, it's framing the mindset to be you know looking at it in a a, a positive way. Okay, I'm a millennial. Let me ask you this. 
as a person, let's say you know you're not on your A game, and let's say we are uh, just over a week away from our first local race, would you race a category down in order to be competitive, no. or would you get no. shelled in the upper competitive? Absolutely. I, Everybody would? Yeah. I would I race mean, in my category, and I will tell you what I would do. Okay. If, because this has been, I have been here. If I was not in good shape, and I'm saying if I wasn't in good shape, because I am, and I'm going to rock all you out there this yeah, next weekend. Yeah, so there she is, Babe Ruth. Just <laughs> called and shot Babe Ruth at the plate. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but like last year, for instance, or years before, I would just try to change the format of the race with like whatever I had, right? Sure. I know I'm not winning, so I'm going to make sure you lose. <laughs> Like that's my whole thing, and it's like just animate, just animate a race, right? Like you know, you're not going to be the best out there, so let's go see what what I'm going to bust it all out. Shit, we can mess up right now. Okay, yeah, that's the thing with the training race, you know, right? It's a training race. Yeah, if at least the way I approach it, I know, especially at my age, I'm not going to win. But the thing is, is the purpose of that is getting trying things. And also working on increasing your fitness. If you were thinking, well, my only chance to win is to sit in and be a tail gunner, that's you just wait to what is it, thirty bucks for a race? Yeah. It's like to me that's a waste. This is this means nothing. This yeah. is just a, a local race that's put on. You every you, single person Why yourself. not try go on a break or or mark just say I'm gonna mark this guy or I, that is you know, there's a certain guy that that's you know, top notch in our area. Go on his break and see what, how long you can last. Maybe it might work. I mean, try things you normally wouldn't do. That's what training races should be, not just for the – I mean, no one remembers who won last week except the person who won, basically. Yeah. Or, or the ones that, like, okay, he's not going to win next year. I mean, next week. But that's that's the only thing. No one has oh, – God, you know, you sh- shouldn't be taking those seriously. Unless you're me, then it's a mental snapshot you keep forever. <laughs> well, it's time to change, shift gears, man. Go out there. Now we have a team. You know what I mean? Yeah, we have a good team. Yeah, we have a team, and and we can try yeah. different things. And yep. you know, there's there's a bigger team out there with a bunch of heavy hitters. Yeah, that I'm gonna we just peel apart every week. One by one. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice to think that. Uh, but every week, <laughs> good. For I you. hope yeah. said team yeah. knows who they yeah. are and knows. Santa yeah. Claus is real. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we got two but, of them here. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, three of them here. Yeah. Uh, if you guys had, let's talk about balance. Let's talk about balancing life and you know and and making it all work. If you had all the time in the world, how much time would you train miles, hours per week, kind of a thing like that? If you had all the time in the world. I I think about this all the time, so I'm going to jump right in and be quick. Uh, I would do the same maybe at most 10 hours a week. At most? Yep. With all the time in the world? Most. Uh, okay, sorry, 10 to 12. Because that would, okay. that would accommodate for like good four-hour rides on the weekend and then yeah. maybe hours here and there during the week. Oh, wow. Because like you can get so many other things done. Once again, I'm 32. I'm not going to be professional. Like riding your bike at some point is one of those things like, but why? What is, <laughs> what's the point of this? You know, like, you're pedaling circles. So it's just one yeah. of those things where I think that, you know, I wouldn't change it because balance, I'm able to see my wife, I'm able to do house projects and I'm able to be in good fitness. But I did say you had hours. all the time in the world. That's so, fine. Okay. I would still do a ton of house projects. You'd still do other projects. Prob- I mean, yeah. That's, that's balance. Wow. You've, you've I w- I achieved would donate. state. 
time to you know different charities around Spokane. Now you're just being a dick. No, I'm stop it. <laughs> You're I'm just looking for well, you cure for cancer. Yeah, you said I don't, have to, yeah. oh, said I don't gonna, have to work. I'd make the world a happier place. What else place? am I going to do? I'd ah. wash the feet of all the poor people. Yeah. Only so much Hogwarts you can play. <laughs> That's true because I've done it, all of it, so. in every Jackson house. all the time in the world, all the time in the world. I mean, I'm probably not going to answer too differently from Sam. I, I'm 23 years old. And so you want to know? You want to know how old Tade Pagacha is? He's 24. And you want to know what I turn next week? 24. Yeah. So really, I'm not going to be winning. So there's a chance, though. Well, yeah. but the thing is, <laughs> I'm week. not going to be winning Amstel Gold mm. and Tour Flanders. Like, I know that. And I think that that's something that a lot of 23-year-olds probably don't know when they like have, like a, yeah. have a talent for a sport. Yeah. And I really like living a human life. And so I would probably ride so I could be like pretty fit or like at a top level within the group here in Spokane or yeah. within the state. And so realistically, would I change very much from what I'm doing now? No. Wow. I, I didn't expect this response. But this is really interesting. Mm-hmm. I also see in my work that I'm changing lives and that I'm working with the future and it's almost like you guys are just so selfish. I believe the children are the future. <laughs> but it's like I don't know if I could. Re- I don't know if I would really change. I don't yeah. know if I would even quit my job because I really do like to, like I said, be able to be a part of that shaping process of what the future is to be. Oh, I'd only do bike fits. I don't do PT anymore. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, but to that extent, because yeah. I could still help a bunch of people with that. Sure. Mm. Okay. I, I Paul you know, and I are just be like going screw it. I'd ride my back all day every no, day I hours a week. I wouldn't. I'd move downtown, and not mow my lawn. <laughs> there we <again>. go. <laughs> now, see, to me, it's like because I'm looking down the barrel, like five to to six to seven years. I'm retired, mm, wow. so that's not too far away. Mm-hmm. So, what would I do with my time? Well, some of the reason for us to move downtown is that when traveling is easier with our condo, we'll just lock and leave. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, I don't have to worry about, you know, there's a storm and a tree fell down on your car. You know, one oh, of those things. Yeah. So uh, still, none of that. Still too soon. Yeah. <laughs> but to me, it's like, I love cycling, but I would only train for what's good for me at my level, yeah. um, which sixty at 60 years old, you know, my races are barely 70 miles. Why would I train any more? I don't have to do, I just do in some intensity and stuff. And, and, and you know, speaking of, of you know a balance with life and and work it, i i signed up for everybody's got a drink here oh well get a little sip a little sip in there tour de boom and uh i was pretty happy with my 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 climb to my fitness and i was aiming and i've been watching who's registered and going over the courses and watching tons of videos for the last couple of years of people doing the crit and I'm just totally jacked. And then all of a sudden, we go to my son gets kidney cancer, kind of slows you down a little bit. Um, he's doing okay. Uh, he kind of came out really well on the Good. on the surgery. I didn't lose his kidney, so um, and he's repairing. I mean, he's recovering pretty good. And uh, good to hear, man. Yeah, and then you know we sell the house. We're working on selling the house, so everything that I needed to do in my house for the last ten years, I'm doing like in the last two weeks. So I haven't been riding. So I was really looking for Saturday, 
And then, because the bike's been sitting around, and I'm like, I know I need to fix this because this is going to drive me nuts. It couldn't have been wonky for one more day. No, 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 you have no idea. I was like going nuts. There was a dead spot where it was dragging a little bit. Somewhere, a kick in the, somewhere anyway. there's a maitre d' going, OCD, yeah. OCD table for one. Yeah, I lived with it too long. So anyway, so that, that hampers my, what I was looking forward oh. to in the race that I registered for. Yeah. And now I'm looking at, because we may do an early close, I may not be able to make it. And so oh. that's that's one of those things, but I have to sacrifice. You know, yeah. that, to me, it's this is a bigger step than that. I'm going to do a Sam. I'm going to call it Samming. You're going to I'm going to pay and not yeah. show up. You're going to pull a Sam. Yeah, we're going to do okay. some Sam. I did a Samming. I'm going to call Ace. Hey, Ace, I'm not going to make it. I Sammed it. I, I Sammed, I sammed it. it. I did the I'm Sam. Sam it. Yeah. <laughs> So, hopefully, I can my make money. it. Yeah. yeah, you can Enjoy. keep it. But I think you know. Of course, he's going to appreciate the money. Yeah. But I think participation is is a, a bigger thing. Than, yeah. Yeah. You know, he you want to see the bodies there. Yeah. So because then the people that show up are like, but a hundred people are registered. There's only fifty here. Just a side note on that, which is amazing. What category you think you think is the fullest? Masters, men, nope. cat They're four, five. really down. Cat four or five. They're up there. One twos, no way. What? massive, wow. yeah. They uh, have the team category, crazy. and it's down from the years past. But they have, it I think, used like to be forty huge. some. Yeah, that's great to hear, though. That, that's that I think the going. the largest number of right now. I would, by the way, um, if I had all the time in the world, I would train for longer type of you know gravel stuff and things like that, and I'd do like. Bike packing trips and stuff like that. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I must be settling into old age. Just like going, I just think like I'm I, just gonna go all Steinbeck on your asses and load up my car with my dog and go out into the. I'm gonna discover the myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good just, old Jack. I just feel like, like you would like, yeah. think no, about Steinbeck on the like, travels with Charlie. Man, if you spend four hours that's every the day, that changed my life. Shit. Travels with Charlie, mm, John Steinbeck, great. Book. But if you spent like four hours every single day riding, what do you do? You, you probably dab the your taint to make it feel better at the end of the day because you're sitting on your ass for f- four hours a day on a saddle. There's no saddle that's going to make four hours a day feel no, better. No, and that's yeah. why, like, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. That's a great point. My physique would. You could sit on that all day. I'm going to tell you what. Yeah. Right now, I've sat on that damn thing. No way <laughs> in hell. Yeah. You're not going to feel your butthole. No, That's because you guys, you guys have birthing hips. That's the problem. I got no. a little pin ass, in no. there so that it fits perfectly. So, <laughs> got what? Two point yeah. one BMI on a for my dog. <laughs> no way am I feeling good yeah. after that. <laughs> to quote Pacino, she's got a great ass. <laughs> uh, what's the minimum? Now, if you guys want to be competitive, what's like, oh, my God, I have to get at least blank in per week? I don't. There's once no minimum? Again, you're just, you're just going a, out to hurt. No, well, yeah, exactly. Like, I have no, I need to keep up. Like, if I was not in this shape and you guys were faster than me, I would just want to show up so that I can get my teeth knocked in. I love that, right? Yeah. But for me, like, for my sanity, my yeah. wife will literally kick me out the door if I don't hit at least three hours a week. Mine will like she too. would leave. Mm. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, mine's angry with me because yeah. of the AFib. Mm-hmm. Because I am angry, mm-hmm. and she's like going, "Oh my god, I want you to go out and ride your bike. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you in the nuts." 
She she seriously is. She, yeah. I mean, because I'm just I'm I'm walking around the house pouting. I'm yeah. like a four year old who's had his yeah. toy broken, you know, or my son when a balloon flew off into the air and there it took him my probably fam. yeah. <laughs> It looks like another day on the couch. Oh, well. Oh, well. Thanks for noticing. Sorry, Pooh. I can't end. play with you or ride with you today. <laughs> it has never been so more on the mark than it is right now. Okay, you are. Yep. Um, so, yeah. I mean, there needs to be a minimum. I mean, and it's just, I don't know. You know, during spring break, um, I after those two days, I came back and I was just destroyed mentally. But I came down here and I worked, I cleaned my bike, I worked on stuff, I kind of tinkered down here and I find myself, I mean, even if I'm not riding, I can still be in a space that I associate with it. I don't know if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and so even that helps or something like that. But man, it's, it's, there's a minimum. Do you guys have it? Paul, Jackson? Jackson, you're still new to all this, I guess. I, in the grand well, scheme, in the grand scheme of things, anymore. It's I don't know if we're we're, we're getting kind of we're getting a little bit mm-hmm. longer into it, but um, I don't necessarily equate time. I more equate like how many times I do it for. Yeah. Um. And so I, a minimum for me, I like to do three, three in a week, three, three rides, rides, whether that's inside, outside, thirty minutes. Four hours, whatever. I just Straddle like to do something. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And when my doctor told me thirty minutes, three times a week, I was like, "Great, that's already what I'm doing." So that's what I stick to. Your doctor told you that you yes, need to do at least thirty minutes, three times. Yeah, a week? like healthy adults, thirty minutes, three times a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chicken scratch. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, for us, that's... so you're telling me it's like it's like a shot of whiskey. Right, three times a week. So if I drink a whole bottle three times a week, I'm healthy. It's just as long as it's only bad three analogy. Times a week. Bad analogy. Yeah, but you know. But yeah. ultimately, like I like to min- minimum three times a week. Yeah, and okay. my incessant nature, I am intensity all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, Paul, how, what's your minimum? I don't. I don't do. I mean, I used to get upset, and I think I've I've accepted that life like what's happened in the last month in my life. It is what it is. When I can go out, I can go out. You know, the thing is, like I said, I could feel myself building and building and then life happened. I won't let it affect me like it used to. Before, then that's my focus. It's like I'm missing this day and then I'm grumpy. It's like, you know, I'm I'm an old man. I'm just not, mm. I'm going to race and, and I'm still going to race and I'll get my teeth knocked in, but that's right. I'm okay with that because eventually... I'll get back into it. I mean, that's just the there way it is. is. always next year. And, and I think that's what's, you know, I'm looking at in the future, too, that uh, I'm going to buy a new commute, commuter bike, and yeah. I'm going to ride to pick up my car from from the South Hill, from downtown. And, you know, that's going to be, that That does wonders, not just so much for racing, but, Your you know, to clear my mind and everything, yeah. that I'm, I'm turning the styles, whether it's in anger or, or just commuting, so... When did you guys become so zen like? Wow, really? <laughs> it's like I'm just well, sitting here going, to. I hate the world. I'm pissed at everything. You guys like, Pat, you peace, haven't ridden your love, bike happiness. But I think we come from the same school Shit. because when we raced, you had Monday was your easy day. Monday's day off, off, Tuesday blah, sprints, blah, blah. Wednesday's distance, we Thursday's intervals, Friday's off, Saturday and Sunday are race efforts. And, and 
when I missed a day for something, yeah. that ruined my whole week. And yeah. and then in my mind, I'm going to the race. Well, I know if I don't do well, it's because I missed my intervals on Tuesday. I mean, you would literally you tell somebody that. I don't mind. expect much because I didn't, you know, the you, shit that cyclists say, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. real. Yeah. This is my life. You have just it's, entered my brain. I had in order Nothing to. Nothing has changed since <laughs> I was a teenager. But the thing is, is in order to continue on and enjoy it, I just had to drop that. I yeah. just it is what it is, you know. The, you know, the art of not giving a fuck. Yeah. That's what you have to I've do. Got <laughs> I didn't say I finished the book and understood. I didn't like become some sort of fucking disciple. Um when have you gone too far? Relationships wise, life wise, uh, you know, when have you obsessed too far? Or when has the relationship taken over too much? Paul had the greatest story. I think you've told it on the story on the show before, but I love that one. That Mother's Day Massacre. Practice. Oh, that was a good one. That was good. I don't know if delicious. He has titles for all of his stories. Yeah. He got short little stories. You have short little stories. Has anybody anybody else ever gone too far? Really? Yeah. I've I've got to the point where like my wife and I are planning a trip and I'll be like, Can I bring my and she just looks at me, it's like, Okay, I guess I won't bring my bike. Yeah, and, and like, oh man, I love my wife because she's like, you're not going to have time for that. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, like, I don't even, you're I don't, not I like, really don't dare. Care. Oh, yeah. I know, <laughs> I right? Fit time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, I just, I guess in this point in my life, I really don't care if we take our bike or not. But I'm just, I would say across the board, everything that I do, I get pretty hyper focused on. Yeah. And so at some point, my wife has to come and be like, yoink. Yeah. You know, and like pull the, the cord out of the Xbox. You don't regret that? You don't get angry. You, no, I'm like, do you oh, realize yeah, you're right. Point. Okay. Oh, I trust her. Yeah, hundred percent. If she's like, that's enough. I'm like, sorry, that's a good marriage. Because like, it's true. It is. I mean, like anybody that knows me knows that I get hyper focused on something and I'll do it too much. Yeah, I did it with cycling early on. Done it with house reno stuff. Done it with everything. Yeah. So Jackson, have you and your fiance established those kind of boundaries or rules or anything like that? Or are you still kind of testing the waters? We never really need to do that because uh, I I love riding and I love racing, but I also really, 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 really love to relax. So <laughs> <laughs> at home, yeah. And so, like, I like if I don't want to do it, is that a gummy bear? <laughs> well, yeah. I, like I I really enjoy that type of stuff. So it's like I I don't know. I I don't I find myself after a while just being like all right i don't really want to do this so i won't do it today i'll do it tomorrow yeah well it's just yeah i don't have that self-control i have a built-in i don't want to do it yeah so it's my procrastination just still sticking with me so and sam you brought this up we are all kind of i remember a couple episodes ago we we talked about the priorities in life it's like the i think family bike Mm -hmm. and then something else you know whatever that is um, do any of you guys have any other hobbies in your life that take up time or is this kind of the one thing? I was, God, I was thinking about this the other day, which is why I brought the topic up is we do this on Tuesday nights, right? So my yeah. wife is like the best because she has workout class on Monday nights at six. So I don't really see her until later in the evening. Yeah. Why well, this on Tuesday? Now I'm going to have the bike race or a ride on Thursday. And so it's like you slowly add up days on the weekend. She knows she's like, well, 
I mean, I only can really ride Saturday. Since you like to ride with your friends, we probably won't be able to ride this weekend. Like, she just gives me that day. She's like, yeah. oh, you can have Saturday. And I'm like, oh, we could do Sunday. Like, I could, you know, ride yeah. with you on Saturday and do Sunday with the guys. Like, anyway, it takes up a lot of your time, mm-hmm. you know? And, and like, I think it's it's different for everybody. But, yeah, coming to a place of, like, what is a, a good compromise and, like, trying to condense things down because we don't have to spend so many hours on a bike. I truly do think, like, coming from the, the medical side of this, if we're like chasing this endorphin rush, go harder for shorter. Like go yeah. and just destroy yourself in 50 minutes <laughs> and you're going to feel just as happy as if you're out on the bike for three hours. I, yeah. I, you know, so it's like finding that balance, right? We don't have to spend so much time on a bike. Yeah. Like I think that there is therapy to like going out and when we get those long days and get a, you know, explore out in the Palouse or up north. It's awesome. But it doesn't have to be like that. I think finding balance is best. Anybody else? Shit. Anybody have any? Yeah, that was, it was like. Okay. I've thought a lot about it. See you next week, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. I think for me, um, I don't have anything else. I used to have other things. Yeah. You know, he used to have a practice wife. Yeah, I had a practice <laughs> wife, and I figured that out real quick. <laughs> but I had another lesson at Mother's Day Massacre with yeah. her. And then I had to learn the lesson all over again. <laughs> and then, you know, well. There's always next year. And, and uh, uh, Pete's sitting down <laughs> ever since. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think, you know, for me, it's just finding different things. Uh, my wife and I like to travel. Yeah. And and that is part of the reason why we're moving downtown. Not that Spokane's like when we go to Europe. But the idea of a home is, is a place instead of a place when I go for a ride and think, oh, i got to freaking fix a fence or this is – that was the the driver for me. And yeah. There was always something. There's paint chipping, uh, or I've got to fix on this, or you know, oh, the faucet's dripping, and and it's like always something. And I don't. I'm done with that in my life. I I I, I loved it when I was in my 20s and 30s. Now it's like, oh God, this thing's just an eyesore. Yeah. So, you know, our attention is moving downtown. Is that, like I said, I'm going to get a commuter bike, and I will grocery shop. Will We'll go for a ride. She's got a little cruiser um, with a little basket so Flanders or dog can sit, sit in it. <laughs> we'll go. But, you know, we, we go to Mary Hill Winery. It's off in Kendall Yards. I mean, that's the stuff we would do in Europe and walk around yeah. and move as opposed to getting cranky because I have to be on my hands and knees weeding the garden and things that we don't like to do, but you do because you own a house. Yeah. So... You know, I think it's just that balance is an individual thing. Like, yeah. you know, you yeah, and your wife different. and my wife and I's time is not, she's not a writer. She used to run, but it's going out and grabbing a couple, a bottle of wine and sitting there and watching the sunset or whatever. Yeah. And we like that. I don't so. know a whole lot of really passionate cyclists who are golfers or who I are, used you know, to be. Yeah. But, but I, I golfed and cycled right? at the same time. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Were you married? No. Nope. Ah, not even close. There it not is. even close. There it I is. didn't have time yeah. for that. Yeah, Are you I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so <laughs> no the marriage way. is the is one of the, you know, it yep. takes over the uh-huh. other one. So yeah. Yep. yeah, you can have two hobbies. Yep. one of them has to be. Well, I don't want to call marriage a hobby. That'd be bad. Uh, I mean, no. It. I don't see anything wrong with that. Like yeah. your marriage should, I think, and if it's healthy, come above all else, right? But yeah. there should be that like mutual. It's just like my wife has. It's a 
very that different. sounds yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it sounds like she's dictating it it's not that way no. it is very much like it's just a mutual respect and it's like hey i really want to do this and it's like cool well, how do we make both of these things happen yeah it's compromise yeah I don't know. And that's balance. And right? I, you know, you call her bullshit out too, just totally. like she, she's calling your bullshit out. And that's what it is. You know, yes, we're using examples where our wife's looking at us going, dude, you know, you can't take your bike on a, on the camping trip this week because, you know, we're going to, it's my grandmother's funeral. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, there are times when you, I'm just like, oh shit, you're right. And it's not like she's being a jerk. No. She's just being realistic. Yeah. yeah. Like there so is no just, yeah. time for this. You ready for all this, Jackson? July, you know. Well, yeah, I. I it only I, gets better. I yeah. Well, and it's been great because we've been together for seven years. So it's yeah. like, what's marriage really going to change? Off the pot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we were in high school. That's what it oh. was. Yeah, high school and college. So um, babysitting babies, we don't want that. No, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I think what's really important is that like we are in a sport and a passion. I know that all of us would say that it's a passion Mm -hmm. um, that is super time consuming to a point where it does become like it, it, it well not does, but it could, if pushed to a specific point could become two individual people living in a house together Mm -hmm. and one rides their bike and the other just kind of does everything else for him. And I think that's not really a relationship. And so I think that it's not, it's not like we just drew attention to it. It's not the wife taking us by the, by the what do they call it on scruff of the neck neck. thank you on that i was thinking of the back of the cat but yeah yeah, the scruff of the neck and pulling us out of it it's 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 a give and take thing shit you're Mm -hmm. right sorry yeah Yeah, and and my bad yeah yeah and i know that for instance my fiance she can get really like headstrong into work about stuff and like kind of think about that a lot and and i'll also have to be like hey like there's other stuff so it's like it's it's a community i think it's just like a healthy relationship will last but time together, I think, is also really important. And I know that wasn't really what we were talking about. No, it's it is. It's, it's all balance. It's the balance. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. The balance yeah. we're talking about. So um, there we go. Uh, Sam, you got a quick tip for us? Uh, I, I do have to mention quick tips with Bike Fit. Sam, brought to us by Ambassador Cycling, who I'm, I'm nice, sporting the case. Nice, nice. I like yeah. it. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, like by the way, it's a well-fitting shirt, too. I think it oh, might well, be a fair. little It's, it's slimming. My algorithm on Facebook thinks I'm a dad bod because everything's just like, look how fat I am in this shirt. I need a slim shirt. And I'm like, well, I have my ambassador cycling shirt. Um, uh, Get fit to get fit. You guys check out ambassadorcycling.com. That is the man across the bar from me right here. So uh, what do you got for us this week, man? You got anything? I do. Um, So, man, I've had a couple in the last few weeks that have been just like really nagging foot numbness that I, I, it stumbled me for a while. I think that I have it figured out now. Um, but if you have new shoes and those still are making your feet go numb, you've messed around with cleat placement, you know, four and a half on putting it underneath as we've talked in the past underneath your metatarsal arch, big and ball of your foot, big and small ball. Um, then God, this is so hard to do these to you guys. <laughs> like Lance. <laughs> oh my gosh. It could be like having a, a, a met pad is what we call it, and that disperses weight differently across the foot. Um, and there's oh. also uh, unloading pads that will also do a similar thing. So, you know, if you're basically, it's it all has to do with if you have bunions or if you have a malformed foot Yikes. in some way. Yeah. That's a, a very much a more serious thing and go get that checked out. Um, you know, and even like maybe start with a podiatrist, but that's 
something that I've been figuring out in the last week and it took a lot of uh switching stuff around but we got it we got it situated do you guys do you ever have anybody who has access to a, somebody who can create uh footbeds for them I know that there's like mm-hmm. ski stores you mm-hmm. do that really heavily the custom footbeds and mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah so the owner of Tailwind actually does custom orthotics wow um and for cycling like low profile ones they'll go in your cycling shoes yeah so those are a big thing and that's what one of these people had to have um and so like i yeah i can't take all the credit for that because i'm not no, trained in orthotics wow. but um it is one of those pieces where it could be more complicated than just your wow. basic shoe or cleat adjustment i have some old ones from my ski boots mm-hmm. that happen to fit in my cycling shoes and i still ride them to this oh, day. They probably oh really you good. have those in your oh, like <laughs> daisies yeah 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 i, I got a question for you wow. sam do you find that problem more on people with new shoes or they switch brands of shoes that have this problem or is it something that comes around it's something that they had and they were like riding and like man i've just i've tried you know getting into pro shoes and this has persisted and it is almost always like a some a a bunion related thing or Um, some kind of like a you know the foot deformity um but also old age yeah your foot flattens out. Bitch. <laughs> your foot flattens out, and uh, add that to the pile. <laughs> you need a little bit more support. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I I have super high arches, so I yeah. find that I need that, or my foot will cramp on yeah. long rides. I'll get yeah. cramp on. That's really good. Keep strengthening your feet so you maintain that, because that's something that people don't do, and then they end up with fat feet, flat feet. He said fat feet. Flat. <laughs> well, he was looking at you. I know. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> you know what? I got called by my sister-in-law on my way over here. What? I called David and just rub in some you know, new stuff that I'm getting. Yeah. And his wife jumps on the. And David went, hey, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. And <laughs> she just up. like, so she just really like, you know, protects him. With everything. She goes, you're the human equivalent of a stick of butter. And I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> that so you didn't know what you call should that do? Today. You know what you should do? Because they're both out of town. Burn their fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> Deal. Light Actually, you know what? Walk away. That's Can of something, gas? That's something that I, I would do to my brother. Some spite. Uh, you exactly. don't. You don't spray paint their sidewalk. You don't no. egg their house. Torch you it! burn the damn thing to the ground. <laughs> that is. Get the dog out of the house first. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Well, I yeah, mean, yeah. come on. We're, I mean, we're not barbarians yeah. here. Yeah. Everybody knows David and our. our our relationship so yeah. they know that I would do. oh I love sometimes that you yeah. guys just take over the show and it's just like this banner back and forth well, the rest of us are just playing tennis watching you guys go back and forth mom always yeah. did like it best yeah exactly <laughs> actually instead of burning his house down just burn his fence down you know what even worse oh. I'm just gonna open up the water in the basement oh there you go <laughs> oh no see that's worse yeah. I think than burning flooding. the house of the yeah. Flooded. Yeah, flooding yeah. because then you gotta go back to the and house then the mold that comes from the black yeah. mold and yeah. the light. I'm gonna drain his wall in his marriage, slow, cancerous death, yeah. you know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, you know? that's what I yeah. want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the final question to love cheer you, things up here. Uh, love you, bro. Yeah, David, <laughs> we, we miss you, man. Um, final question, the final K. Uh, what writer, in your opinion, is the most underappreciated, either current or in the past? A bike rider, a pro rider that you see that was not never received the credit he or she deserved. I keep the, the t- first two that pop into my head. Both actually wore Seven Eleven kits. Inga Thompson and Sean Yates, both mm. amazing riders. Sean Yates was one of the best domestiques in the business. I don't think he ever got his uh, enough days in the sun. Those are my those are my my picks. 
Anybody got one? Yep. Paul? This Tim DeClerc. Oh. Yeah, Tim DeClerc controls the pack, breakaways, whatever. And you, you will see him. Tractor. The early, yeah, the yeah. tractor. He'll yeah. he'll be there for over 100K. Detect, you know, determine the whole uh, uh, peloton. If he needs to pick up, he'll pick up the pace yeah. and stuff. Ride himself into the ground. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. His tempo. Yeah. I think Luke Rowe. amazing. Luke Rowe? Yeah, he's yeah. another one. He's yeah. another one of those guys that just, like, he doesn't really get that much, but who's always the road captain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luke Rowe, because he is the trusty steed, right? And he's organizing everything. He That's kind of what Yates did. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think, like, as I agree with Yates as yeah. well, but a more current. Is uh, Luke the other half of what's occurring? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Come on. There we go. There we go. Um, I know he's a world champion, but I think Mads Pedersen is pretty underappreciated. My God. He's got. He's, world champion he's for on uh, the like verge. six months or something like that. Yeah. 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 He's got to be on the verge of something great. I mean, I just, I see him getting so close. It's got to be so frustrating to be in this time. You know, we're on that it's, team. It's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you know, it's I. I just almost know how how Raymond Pouladouab. You know, almost with you know going from Merckx into the Bernardi No, and you know, or was it was that the transition? Merckx, do we know? I think yeah, so. You know, and then you know, and and Fignon and Lamont. Yeah, they were just like that. Bang, bang. Yeah, bang. it's just like you know, mm-hmm. always the second place mm-hmm. kind of a thing like that. You know, where I think he could absolutely rip stuff apart is Sudal. Sudal, mm-hmm. oh, you think he needs to switch teams? Yeah. I yeah. don't think that Trek has enough to support no. Mads Pedersen, but I if he switches to like a hardcore classics team, mm-hmm. there'd be no possibility. Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go, Mads. Uh, business career advice. But even with guys like Quinn Simmons and... and Quinn's always Quinn looking Simmons, for himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah. Quinn's never going to be... He is, he's not as strong as... He won't bury himself for that type no. of a position. Mm-hmm. He, uh, okay, okay. Interesting. Interesting to hear. Well, there you go. There you have from us our, our Dens Classics this weekend. Um, I'm I'm starting to hear that people want to come over to my house at five o'clock in the morning on bike races oh, weekends from now on. But um, but not this Sunday, huh? No, I got an I got an announcing gig. I'm doing oh, yeah, one, one that run. I've done. Yeah, I'm doing one that I've done since I started my announcing career in the 1990s. I've done it every year for him, and it's a great trail run. I you know I don't like to run unless I'm being chased. But uh, but a great event, um, Spokane, Washington this weekend. Um, it all benefits. All the proceeds go to a great program for for kids. It's called the Apple Program. It helps. Um, I, I, I from the best of my knowledge, it helps you know at risk kids with with uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Challenges, you know, and 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 try to make make things better for them. It's an awesome event, and it's a trail run. It's five k up to like fifty k. Mm-hmm. A 50k trail run around Riverside, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just lunacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And by the way, I do have to plug uh, 24 Hours of Riverside. Yep. Get your entries in. I think Dave's doing it by himself, now, I, isn't he? Yeah, he couldn't rope any of us in. I was like, oh, I was gonna do so it funny. if we were gonna put a squad together, and then yeah, Jackson I gotta pay for some wheels. Jackson, yeah. If uh, our other friend Ryan, who did it last year with the Bachelor Group, was gonna mm-hmm. do it, I was like, all right, I'll do it if he does. And then he's fortunately gone, so I'm like. 
I'm out. We will be posting some short clips of David. Of David soul breaking. three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to get those out there. Yes. But uh, 24, two, four hours of Riverside.com. Go check that out. Thanks, you gentlemen. Thank you guys once again for being thank you. part of the thank show. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening to us. Like, subscribe, tell a friend, and um, check out the website. We, uh, you know, I got I keep forgetting. I got to encourage people to check out the website mm-hmm. because uh, there are blog posts, and I challenge you guys to write something for us. All right. That's yeah. it. Throwing yeah. it down. Catch you guys next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.